0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Ray and take today.
0: Yes, sports radio's on, talking sports with friends, and you know we got it on. From the NFL to the NBA, MLB and college, you do it all day. College football, we know who's number one. Understand, on the phones, you know we get it done. So call in 718-664-9098, and we'll give you more. Oh, sports,
1: uh, yes we do. Oh, sports, Uh. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. Our last one of 2016. Wow. Wow. You're listening to Ray and Tay Today, and I'm Ray, Tall Rayside.
0: And I'm Tay, Eric Taylor, and it is a football Friday. Give us a call, 718-664-9098. Like always, rayandtaytoday.com, today rayandtaytoday at com. We'd like to hear your College football playoff predictions Stuff like that Have some fun with us Very social Hey Ray We got some birthdays man I gotta ask you Do you think December 30th When you look at LeBron James and Tiger Woods
1: That Sandy it's Kofag. kind of
0: Oh well, Forgot about Sandy But we could throw him in too It Could this be the Second best Birthday when you talk about Jim, February 17th, I think it's Jordan and Jim Brown, but I mean it in the sense that Tiger being the second-best golfer maybe ever, LeBron being the second-best basketball player ever, he could throw in Sandy, He might say he's the second-best pitcher ever. Kind of interesting. What are your thoughts about, quick, before we get to the college football picks and NFL, just a little thought on this legendary uh, birth for sports athletes?
1: Look, whenever you have legends and greats of your sport born on the same day, you know, maybe something's in the air. You never know. <laughs> but, it's, it's look, it's a fun thing to do. There's only 365 birthdays out there, so somebody's got to have one of those days, right? But it, it's pretty cool when three really greats, and some other ones that are, that are not bad, but three really legends in their sports, share a, share a birthday. So it's pretty neat. And like you said, February 17th, when that comes around right after Valentine's Day, that's also neat, Jim Brown and Michael Jordan. So it's fun. It's fun to keep track of that stuff. I don't
0: think you could beat that one, though. Jim Brown and Jordan, I think they're clearly, like, the best that they're probably ever in their sports. That's pretty, uh, pretty major, pretty major. Hey, we got to bid – a bit ado and say a huge rest in peace as this year just uh Princess Leah, Carrie Fisher, has left us at sixty and then at what barely twenty four hours, her mother, Debbie Reynolds at eighty four and uh HBO is moving up a documentary that they have on both of them. And um I was texting my cousin Dawn and I said to her, Ray, What is a world without Princess Leia in it? You know, we grew up with Star Wars and people like, you know, Han Solo and Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia. They were kind of like, you know, bigger than life, you know, to us. So um, just, you know, prayers out to their family and stuff. That's a lot to deal with, losing, I guess, a mom and a grandmother, um, you know, and whoever else, other relatives are still around for the two of them. (sighs) You think we can make it to 2017 without anybody else, right, or what?
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Well, people <laughs> are going to pass away. We just don't know if no, they'll be I famous know. and sports people. But let's hope that what he thinks us enough. Yeah, well, Lavelle, LaVelle Edwards, Edwards, right, BYU, BYU coach. But he was 86, coach. though, so he, he lived right, in his life. Yeah. Look at no, all those offenses great. with uh, uh, Steve Young and, and – Detmer and and uh, um, Robbie Bosco, Robbie Bosco, Man.
0: <laughs> Jim McMahon, <laughs> sure. Remember that in Miami were kind of like the two quarterback use. You know, they had a ton of quarterbacks that were really talented and played on the next level. Um, speaking of quarterbacks, we had a uh, Stanford Aldo, North Carolina today, and Mitch Trubisky, which. A lot of people are saying, Ray, a top five pick. I'm looking at some of these early mock drafts, and a lot of people are having Watson in the second round and having Kaiser and Trubisky, you know, one and two, two and three. Are you surprised at that? Are we at the place where Watson might not be a first rounder? Or do you think it's too early to to say for the quarterbacks in college?
1: I think it's too early to say I look at, the best benchmark I can have, maybe, you know, of recent times, a guy like Teddy Bridgewater, he ended up at the end of the first round, but he started out as the number one overall pick. Remember when they started to talk yeah. draft a couple of years ago? So yeah. we'll see what they do. I, I don't know how Deshaun Watson projects at the next level. Uh, so th- there's some concern there. I mean, I like Kaiser. He's just bigger, he's stronger. This right. uh, kid, Trubisky, you know, kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, we saw him a couple years at North Carolina, yeah. but is he really? I don't know. I mean, he's six, three, can... 220,
0: but he's very athletic. I mean, I think at six three two twenty, but he can run and throw. Uh, I think like you know, rushing the so ball. Lake
1: Bortles is that what he is? The number three overall pick? I mean. You know, look, the jury's out because Carson Wentz was great. Blake Bortles had, you know, was looking like he was on the upswing. Now he stumbled a little bit. He lost his coach, so maybe he'll resurrect his career under a new coach. Maybe they'll go more offensive-minded, but who knows? Well, let's get to we got Before we
0: get to the semis, we got two interesting games. Obviously, tonight, the first one coming up, and then uh, LSU-Louisville. But Michigan-Florida State, and Ray, for me, I look at this where Michigan has got such a bad taste in their mouth from that, what was it, November 26 loss to uh, Ohio State. Um, Florida State, you know, Delvin Cook is looking like he's a first-round pick and just like Jabril Jabril Pepper is a first-round pick. Um, Number six against number 11. I think in this one I'm going to say that the power against the speed But I think two things. Florida State's defense is not as good as we were accustomed to, but I think it's not terrible. So I don't think we're going to have, like, you know, a defensive battle. But at the same time, I think Florida State can move the ball a little bit on Michigan, and I think Dalvin Cook will have a good game, not great, At the end of the day, I think you'll see Peppers and some of these Michigan players, you know, stand out. I think they'll be able to run the ball. And I would say Michigan wins this 27-23 over uh, the Seminoles. I think Michigan might have a little bit more want, even though Florida State wants to get their 10th win, you know, because they've got a streak of 10 wins, you know, a couple years in a row. I'm going to take Michigan. I think Michigan will win. Harbaugh will get the boys going 27-23 over FSU.
1: I like the outcome. But I think Michigan's going to win big. Michigan's the best team Ooh. in the country, not playing for the national championship. <laughs> they are pretty awesome. I mean, their two losses are by a field goal on the road at Ohio and at, at Iowa, and a field goal in overtime against Ohio State. So those wins and the wins, their wins were like blowing people out. They had a stretch of you know winning scoring 45 or more, so I think they're going to put the pedal to the metal. You give them four or four, five weeks to prepare for this game with the bitter taste of the Ohio State game in their mouth, yeah. go blue. I think Michigan Ooh. State. Is, uh, sorry, Michigan is going to put it on them. I think Florida State is probably overrated. We had them as a top-five team entering the season. Dalvin Cook was a Heisman Trophy candidate. This Francois. kid, uh, yeah. Francois, is is pretty good, but At the end of the day, I just think Michigan – and they play defense, too.
0: fire truck outside is
1: agreeing with me. Go blue. (laughs) So, yeah, I think Michigan puts up a big number here. I think they win pretty easily. I'll say 38-24. I'd say they win two touchdowns. Now –
0: with lsu number 20 against number 13 louisville and it looks like well tennessee uh won and georgia won today so the sec that was struggling at two and four is now four and four um in bowl games you know maybe they wish they were a little bit better than that but they're four and four and um I, look, no Leonard Fournette, the backup running back, is pretty good. Your boy Edling has not had the season that people thought he might have at LSU. I think they're happy that they're keeping their boy at Arjan. And, you know, we know that their defense is tough, but we're going to talk about this man who, at the end of the day, you know, we both kind of agree, you know, like Watson is special and so is Fournette. But I think Lamar Jackson is special and I think we're going to see the Heisman, on display, and I think Louisville will actually beat LSU where it will be defensive, and then I think Louisville will pull away a little bit. So I was going to keep it in the 20s, but I think at the end, Louisville and Lamar will be able to do some things. So uh, I'll still keep it in the 20s. How about 27-20 Louisville over LSU?
1: So it comes down to playmakers, because I think this LSU defense is, is really, really good. But, on the other side, LSU doesn't really have playmakers. So, LSU's going to keep the game close, but I don't think that if the Heisman Trophy winner, Lamar Jackson, gets his way and gets to open it up in the second half, that LSU can keep pace with him, and even though that great D is nice, you got to pair that great D with some ball control, with some offense. Losing Fournette's a big deal. I think uh, the backup is good, actually very good. It's good. Could be like a Nick Chubb situation, uh, you know, mm-hmm. when Todd Gurley left. Still think LSU doesn't have enough offense to keep up with a human high-powered Heisman Trophy machine. In that Louisville team, so I think Louisville wins, pulls away in the second half, scores two touchdowns, and they win. I'll say twenty-eight seventeen. I think LSU is just going to have trouble scoring.
0: Yeah, yeah. And Louisville's defense—it's—it's it's been up and down, but they have, you know, they—they've they've got some talent there. I wouldn't say they're horrible. So let's get to the semis, man. This is what it's all about. Obviously, three o'clock. ESPN, tomorrow, you got a doozy. Number four, Washington against number one, Alabama. And, Ray, this is uh, this is fun. You know, this is what I think everybody's been looking forward to. But at the end of the day, Jonathan Allen and the boys have a really, really solid and, and I would probably say special defense. And, you know, Stewart and Ridley on the outside and Harris they they've got enough offensive weapons with Jalen Hurts where they can score now Washington's got a top 10 defense so we can't just sleep on them and I think that you know they can show that but one thing I always say about Alabama the offensive line and the defensive line travel and Hurts is talented enough to get it out to ridley and, and stewart and you know let's not forget howard who's projected as a first round pick a very talented tight end who's extremely athletic and they just don't get it to him enough well maybe they find a way to get it to him and i think bama now you know at washington you gaskin's a beast but the kid uh, ross is a first round pick Talented wide receiver, he's either one or two in the draft at wide receiver. And then our boy, who did not get invited, he's going to have a chip on his shoulder. I believe he gets over 300 yards. He's going to pass well. Browning is is, is the real deal at quarterback. And Ross is won't. the real deal. Oh, well, that's what I'm saying. He's going to be one or two picked at wide receiver first round. But I think when it comes down to it, Allen and those boys, they're going to be able to get to Browning. I don't love Washington's offensive line. We saw what USC was able to do to them, and I think Bama will you know, pull away at, towards the end. So I'm going to say 36-27, Alabama takes care of U-Dub and beats Washington. Not a blowout, not a blowout, but a good game.
1: So the, I agree with 100% with what you said. To make it even worse is you're giving Nick Saban, the best coach in college football, <laughs> 4 weeks to prepare for this game because they pretty much knew that it was go- they were going to be one and they and they pretty much knew that it was either going to be Washington or, you know, potentially Michigan or somebody else would be five, uh, 4 or 5, right? So too much too much talent, too much defense. And like I said, Ross is really the only player on that Washington offense that and Browning that really is in the same league, you know, athletically as the Alabama Crimson Tide. So the one thing is Jalen Hurts and the and the and the Tide offense, they don't put up a tremendous amount of points, right? This is not the Michigan offense. So it won't be a blowout because that's not how Alabama rolls and like you said, the top ten defense in Washington going in through the Pac ten Pac twelve season, they'll keep it close, but I think ultimately too much, too much Alabama. And, and you know what? I think Alabama's not going to show all of its cards either. I think they're going to hold back a little bit, so they'll have something for the Ohio State-Clemson winner. So they won't run up the score necessarily, but I think they'll win fairly easily. I'll say 29-19. Uh, to 19. Ooh. Okay, we're going with some Those odd scores Like they'll go for some twos And they'll go for some field goals
0: Yeah I like it, I like it Well, in the nightcap Number three, Ohio State Against number two, Clemson (sighs) This is interesting You know, JT Barrett How I feel about him I called him a point guard I don't think he's a great quarterback, but I think he can dispense to his teammates. But I think this Ohio State team is a year ahead of schedule. I think they're a year away. They're young. Sent a bunch of guys to the NFL. You know, I love their secondary. Um, Their safety is projected to be a first-round pick. He's a stud. It's really about Samuel and being able to have the freshman Weber to be consistent and to be able to get first downs or at least to get to, you know, third and three, third third and 4 is nothing big against, you know, this Clemson defense. Now Clemson, they put a lot of guys into the pros as well, but I think Goldman has got the balance with him and Watson and this is an interesting stat. I think um Deshaun who can run the ball. If he runs for over 40 yards, they are 16 and 1. And I think in this game, he's going to have to get some first downs and move the chains. Ohio State's got speed. They're good defensively. And they probably will pick him off once, hopefully not twice. Deshaun's got a bunch of interceptions, like 15 or 16 on the season, too many. And he's got to be careful. At the end of the day, I think Clemson – has been waiting for this. They're waiting for their opportunity. They're waiting for their chance. Beginning of season, I predicted them to win it over Oklahoma, so I was a little wrong. I had Oklahoma beating Bama. But I still think Clemson gets this game and gets the rematch in the chip. I'll say Clemson takes care of business. This one's going to be some points, Ray. I think both offenses will be able to, you know, trick plays and, you know, just whatever, be able to score. So I'm looking for a little bit higher. I'll say 31-26 Clemson and Deshaun. Deshaun rushes for about 58, 59 yards think he gets picked once and throws for about two or three touchdowns. Goldman gets a, you know, a good a good rushing game, a touchdown maybe 80 90 yards. And uh Deshaun probably like 280. So, 31 26, the Clemson Tigers are going to the chip.
1: Wow. So you're saying if you don't know Daboe. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is what I'm saying. Sweeney. If you think that Nick Saban's the best coach in the country, which I do, then you got to believe that number two in the country is your boy Urban Meyer. And oh, yeah. once again, you give a coach a month to prepare for a game. I'm going with Urban Meyer. His Ooh. team, his staff, his preparation, even though they're young and, like you say, a year ahead of schedule – this team is is really no joke. Um, they had the one slip up against Penn State, and you could argue that was a little bit of a kind of a mental lapse. And it was on a Saturday night, and I don't know what was on their mind. Oh,
0: stop it! Don't give them
1: that. But this Ohio State team is for real. I think the Clemson team maxed out last year in going to that final, and they were a little – You know what? Who they remind me of? They remind me of Florida State when they were the defending champs, and they just, something was missing. They weren't as exceptional as they were the year that they won the national championship. So I'm going to say Ohio State just has too much athleticism, too much posse. All of Clemson's good games have been on tape. In other words, Deshaun, you pretty much, you know how to, Defend him? Now, it's a matter of going out and executing it, right? But I like this Ohio State team. I like Urban Meyer with a month to prepare. I'll take him over Dabo. I think Dabo's a good coach. I think Urban Meyer's a great coach. Uh, J.T. Barrett's been in the trenches. He's not going to be flustered. Like you said, game manager, he's not Cardell. He didn't win that he's, chip. He's not Cardell. Well, yeah, but he's won a lot of games. He's been the Big Ten Player of the Year twice. I mean, offensive player of the year This guy knows what he's doing So, don't sleep on Ohio State And I think Ohio State actually wins pretty I don't want to say i say it's a high-scoring game And I'll say Ohio oh, wow. State wins 33-26 hmm.
0: I like that My original Setting, original, setting up
1: one uh, versus two
0: Okay My original was 35-31 for Clemson, but I I like 31-26 now. Look, I can't disagree with you. Ohio State is great. I think it's a coin flip. You know, it's really going to be about who turnovers, right, who does not give up the ball because both these teams can, with trick plays and everything, score quickly. So if they get, you know, short field with turnovers, it's a wrap, quick, quick wrap. So the NFL season, man, this is it, week 17. Look, we all know it's about the the, – the way
1: Fantasy's over, I said I'm depressed already. Fantasy's over. The playoffs oh, are beginning, yes, which is great, is. but you know what this means? This means that it football is. is just as a, it's in its final it's, stretch and it's, it's going to be over in is, a matter of a few weeks. The playoffs are here. There's, there's only a couple of good games, and we got to give
0: props. Ray Ray won by two points in oh, one boy. of our leagues. Won the championship. Oh, so <laughs> and then and our other oh, league, breath. I think. What big eye frogs
1: won the chip big right eye over? Frogs won the, the name chip. easy, and that's so how you Dave... tell people, especially. So we got to throw this out to our audience. You know, it was basically the number six seed against the number one seed, and mm-hmm. unlike in the NFL, well, we reseed in the playoffs, but unlike in the NFL, there's really no quote-unquote home field advantage. So go well, see, this out is here. why
0: I think you should give the home higher seed and especially the number one seed, but at least a higher seed, two points. Yeah. Two points. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I, I would agree. Something like that. I mean, there's gotta be some yeah. benefit other yeah. than the matchup because that's the whole point of fantasy. All you got to do is get in. So even though you had a great record at 10 and three, you basically got taken down in the finals. That's Jay. So yeah,
0: you could have a bad, I week. hear you.
1: There's gotta be some reward for being the best team in the league. Yeah.
0: And even the higher seed, you know, maybe the number one seed gets three points to the other higher seeds or whatever, the two seed, three seed, four seed, their matchups, they just get like, you know, a point and a half or two points. I feel like the number one seed should get more, but that's definitely I think the way to go of fantasy because like you said, or else it's not really fair. Like your regular season doesn't matter. So we got to, you know, boost that up. But only a couple games matter. So we'll get to the Lions and Packers in an instant. But when you're looking at seeding, seeding is still up, especially in the AFC. So let's start with the Dolphins hosting the Patriots. Nine and a half points for the Patriots on the road against Miami. I got to believe Miami is going to keep this one close. I. Both teams don't want to get guys hurt, right? I mean, now with no Tannehill, you don't even want to get Matt Moore hurt. So you don't know how these coaches are going to play it, but I I believe they're going to go guns a-blazing because the Patriots want to keep the number one seed and keep the momentum. Last year kind of burned them. So I think the Patriots win this game, but I think the Dolphins keep it close. So I'm going to take the Pats 26-24 to get the number one seed.
1: Yeah, I don't even think it'll be that close because I think what will happen is the – Patriots will be up at the half, and both teams will kind of mail it in. And like you said, the Dolphins have more to lose because the Patriots have a week off, and the Dolphins, if they lose their second-string quarterback, they're in <laughs> a lot of trouble, right? There's very few teams that have a third-string quarterback that's worth anything. Right. So I yeah, just Moore's been pretty good, too. Oh no, credit. I like Matt Moore a lot. I think yeah. he's a very, very solid, serviceable, is is not even doing him justice. He's a very good backup quarterback. So I like the Patriots by ten. So I'll say thirty to twenty. Oh, you got him covering the spread.
0: Okay. Now, Raiders against the Broncos, Paxton Lynch will start. Now this is really an important game for uh, Mike McGloin because Matt McGloin, cause he's really got to show that he can keep this offense going and and revving. Um you know, you've got the Broncos favorite. I think the Raiders on the road. I know the Broncos kind of, you know, felt like they mailed it in last week and they're not going to be in the playoffs. I just think the Raiders they seem to play almost a little bit better on the road than they do at home, but I think they're going to win this game. So I would take the Raiders 24-20 over the Broncos, and uh, they would, you know, get the two seed.
1: So there's really no reason for the Broncos to play. It's the end of the season. They're defending champs. They have nothing to prove except setting themselves up for next year. They have the built-in excuse of Peyton Manning retired. But you know what? I think they're going to find a way. They're going to play with some pride. They're going to try. Von well, Miller wants to
0: get the sack title. Uh, boy, Vic Beasley's got fourteen and a half sacks, and Von Miller's got thirteen and a half. So maybe that's some incentive right there.
1: That's incentive. <laughs> that's an individual incentive. Yeah, it's a low year, right? When when fifteen or sixteen wins the sack title, you know we've been having some years of seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, and 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 like, yeah. but. I think that I think that the Broncos bring it and Matt McGloin is not ready and the Raiders are in trouble. So, uh, the Broncos, you know trouble. those heated divisional rivalries, uh whether it's week 17 or week 1, um that AFC West is heated. So, yeah, I think the Broncos win the game outright. I think they take care of business and uh it's it's a close game. I'll say 24-21 Broncos.
0: Well, then that means if that happens, this next game is very important. The Chiefs at the Chargers. This is probably the last game in San Diego. Chiefs are favored by 5.5. It looks like the Chargers are probably going to LA. The Raiders and the Chargers have not had stadium bids, so I don't know if they're going to be the Vegas Raiders and the Los Angeles Chargers next year. The NFL has kind of kept the fans in limbo with that, so we'll see how that plays out, but I think the Chiefs Look, they're, they're, they, they'd they rather be the two seed than the fifth seed, right? I mean, we all know that, although you think being five is not that bad because you go to the Texans and probably can beat them with Tom Savage. Either way, we'll see how it plays out. I think the Chiefs take care of the Chargers. It will be a little emotional. I don't think they're going to let Melvin Gordon play. He really wants to, but we'll see what happens. I'll say uh, 26-20 the Chiefs cover the spread and beat the Chargers.
1: You know, everything rational says the same, and especially (laughs) if the division's on the line. But I've seen Phillip Rivers in many, many years, over many, many years, I should say, win games he shouldn't win. The playoff game in New England, you know, there's a bunch of games on the road, at home, the last game at the Murph. Qualcomm Stadium, call it whatever you want. I have a feeling San Diego is going to find a way, muscle up some pride, do some AFC West loveliness and take care of business. So, ruining the Kansas City Chiefs Chance at becoming the number two seed and hosting one or two games at Arrowhead. So I'm going with the San Diego Chargers for pride, for Super Kellen Winslow, for Dan Fouts, for wow. Chuck Muncie, for Eric Correia, for, Correal, John, Jefferson. for <laughs> John Jefferson, for Junior Seau.
0: For wow. all of these guys. I love it. San You're Diego Super
1: Chargers, or or as your boy Arden Schwarzenegger says, go Chargers. <laughs> San Diego. Well, our
0: last two 24, games are 24 19. So, and with these last two games that have really some implications the Giants at the Redskins, the skins look. Because the Lions lost on Monday night, if the Lions lose and the Redskins win, the Redskins have the six seed. So this means so much. They're favored by seven and a half. The Giants can't move anywhere. I think the Redskins win. I think they cover the spread, beat the Giants 29-20. Um, Giants guys might only play a half, and I think, you know, going with what our next pick will be, the Redskins might just make the playoffs. What do you got?
1: Agreed. I think the Redskins are playing for something. Giants are playing for nothing. Giants are an up-and-down team, and when they're not playing for anything, I think they're checked out. So I think the Redskins win. I think they win pretty easily. Uh, it'll be a little cold. People will be getting around the heaters. So I think 30 to, 30 to 20 Redskins win.
0: And our last game, Sunday night football, your boy two years ago said relax. This year he said run the table, and he is – probably on pace he's got 4100 yards could wind up with 4400 yards and has a shot to be the mvp aaron Rodgers. they're favored by three and a half that detroit it looks like slay and theoretic the two of their best players defense, not going to play even though they really are trying to get on the field i just think matthew stafford and this team has fallen apart at the end marvin jones jr has disappeared the Lions' defense has you know, been atrocious. Their pass defense is like 28th or 27th in the league. And I think Aaron Rodgers goes into Detroit. He goes there and takes care of the Lions and gets him the division title, puts the Redskins in the playoffs at that sixth seed, and we say goodbye to a team that looked like they had it under control. And the Lions' season is done. I'll take the Packers. 27-20 to 20 over the Lions. Green Bay gets I the title. I agree with
1: everything you said, and I think the one thing that comes back, the thing that helped the Lions this year was spreading it out, but that's going to come back to haunt them because who's their guy? Who's their go-to guy on offense? Because you know Aaron Rodgers is going to put up scores. So let's say Aaron Rodgers puts up 30. What? How are you going to score your 30? Is it Marvin Jones, Jr.? Is Golden it Tate, baby, Golden Tate. Golden Tate. Is it Matthew Stafford? Theoretic is banged up. Who's your guy? What's your identity? Who's your Calvin Johnson? So This is the game where you need that guy, even if he's a decoy, you need that guy to, to, to carry the team, to help the team over the hump. I don't think Detroit has that. Run the table. And you got to give him votes for MVP. The thing is, he might have an outside chance of winning it because – I think he could win it, yeah. Brady missed because everybody has an asterisk, right? Brady missed the four games. The two Dallas guys are going to split votes, plus everybody's talking well, about maybe Matt Ryan.
0: Ryan. I think we're we're disrespecting Matt Ryan. Quiet is kept to me with Julio. Sunu missed two games. No real tight end. You're basically throwing the Taylor Gabriel. Julio but did missed he run two the or two games.
1: But did he run the table?
0: He didn't run the table. <laughs> he, didn't run the table. he didn't run the table. You're right. It, it'll be fascinating. The MVP vote. They got to stop doing it just one vote, right? They should do it like baseball, where you do one through five because it's, you know. This is a year. This is a year for sure yeah, where second, year, third place the, votes yeah. might
1: decide it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it'll be fascinating. But you're right. We both got the Redskins at the sixth seed, and the Packers getting up in there and looking like they're probably going to get the third seed unless the Seahawks win. But the, the Packers have that tiebreaker. And so we'll see how it plays out. Look. Great, great sports weekend. Enjoy Michigan, Florida State, and um, the bowl games. You know, Bama, we've both got Bama. Ray has got Ohio State, and Tay's got Clemson. We will be back Monday to talk about it with the NFL playoffs all set up, and we got the big bowl game, the big six, on Monday to talk about too. So that should be a lot of fun, college football, NFL, Monday morning. And probably some coaches being fired, Ray.
1: Some oh pink yeah, slips. we know those Black, slips. Black Friday, out. but
0: Ray and Tate call it Pink Monday. I mean, Black Monday, but Ray and Tate call it Pink Monday. But the pink slips are coming right after so. the games. Uh, all right. Well, enjoy. Have a great sports weekend. And oh, Ronda Rousey tonight. Does she win or lose, Ray? I
1: think she wins. I win. yeah. think she's she's getting her head back on. She's uh, she's not as she's not as invincible as she thought she was. But I think she's right. not humbled enough. She comes back and wins.
0: I agree. I think she comes back and wins, fights one more time, and then goes off to the sunset and hopefully can, you know, keep an entertainment career going. So that's it. We are out. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.